Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a very black podcast where we celebrate our blackness every day in every way. Of course, you know, it's your host, Jojo, always here to do the most. And I do have to remind you, this is not for the faint hearted or the easily offended because we're going to have some conversations that might get uncomfortable. So if you're at home, kick your feet up. If you're in the car, buckle up because we're about to get started. So today I want to talk about a topic that is very taboo, particularly in the black community. And I never really understood why this topic was so taboo. Like, why are we so uncomfortable talking about it? Why are we so afraid for our kids to be exposed to it? Um, It's just, it confuses me a bit because I feel like this is something everybody's going to experience at some point in their life. And I feel like it's better that you teach them about it at an early age, teach them how to protect themselves from the things that could result from it, rather than trying to hide them from it. And if you haven't figured out what I'm talking about by now, I'm talking about sex. So the reason that I decided to talk about this today is because I woke up this morning and I got on Facebook. And this is one of the reasons why I kind of got away from Facebook to begin with, because even though it's, it's very much okay for people to have a difference in opinions, people on Facebook tend to just take things too far. And it really gets my blood boiling. Like, I'll I be ready to debate. Like, I'll be ready to argue with, with people about certain topics. And it's not to try to change their point of view, but it's to try to help them understand why they sound so damn ignorant. So <clears throat> I woke up this morning, and I got on Facebook, and one of the first things I saw was this long post about the Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion song, WAP. And the post was just saying, like, you know, This song is degrading to women, and it's teaching the youth to do all this nasty stuff, and they heard kids listening to it getting on the school bus, and I didn't even read the whole post because it was way too damn long for one. Like, I don't know how y'all even waste all y'all time typing out them three-page essays on Facebook, because who's going to do that? Not me. But anyway, um, I didn't read the whole thing, but I read enough of it for it to upset me. So, of course, I made it my business to comment to let the person who made the post know that the post was trash and that you cannot expect Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion to raise your kids. And I stand on that. Like, one of the biggest issues that we have as a people, not even just the black community, one of the biggest issues we have as a people is that a lot of adults are so conditioned to just giving their child the Internet and letting the Internet raise their child that they feel like if something they don't agree with goes up on the internet or becomes easily accessible to their child, then it's wrong. And that's just not the case. Like, y'all cannot sit up here and expect these celebrities to be responsible for raising your kids. The celebrities, the influencers, the, the athletes, the politicians, whoever your kids are exposed to, those people are not responsible for raising your kids. You're responsible for raising your kids. So when your kids are exposed to these things, it's your responsibility to teach them what these things mean, how these things can affect them, what they can do to avoid being negatively affected by any of the things that they're exposed to. That's your job. So when I see people talking about this Cardi B and Meg song and they're talking about how they're being so degrading to women and they're teaching the youth to do all of this nasty stuff, no, no, they're not. They made that song for grown women that like that type of thing. 
that want to indulge in that type of thing, that want to listen to that type of music. So as an adult, as a parent, it's your job to make sure your child's not listening to that song. Now, I understand you're not going to be with your child 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And at sometimes your child is going to be exposed to things that you don't want them to be exposed to. But that's going to come with anything, not just music. Y'all not out here speaking out about all this porn that's online. Like, there is so much porn you can access online for free. For free. And there's a lot of kids that know how to access it. So when you're not around and your kid is around somebody else's child that is able to access these things, guess what they're going to do? They're going to be exposed to it. And when they come home, if they tell you about it, if, if they feel comfortable enough talking to you about it, then... Now you can explain to them what this is, why they shouldn't be watching it right now, what, what this stuff means, and help them to understand why that's not appropriate for them at their age. Don't make them feel like it's so, such a scary thing that they're never going to be able to experience it because that's just not fair. And honestly, I feel like that's why a lot of adults grow up and they're either super, super sexually aggressive because they were were unexposed to how it's supposed to be or they're very, very afraid to indulge in it. They're very shy about it. They don't want to talk about it. They think that it's wrong. And a lot of this stuff is conditioned in them because their parents made it such a taboo subject in their household. Now, I won't sit here and tell y'all that my parents used to sit around and talk to me about sex, but if ever a question about it came up, I felt very comfortable going to my mother. I went and talked to my dad about it because, you know, he's a man and I'm a young lady. But um, I'm sure if I ever, you know, needed to talk to him about it, he would have been there and open to answer my questions. However, I could always go to my mom and talk to her about those things. And she would ask me about it sometimes. Because as we got older and we started to explore things and go out and be more independent in the world, she had to make sure we were prepared for the things that we were going to experience in this world. And that's one of the reasons why I feel like I am the woman that I am today. I'm not afraid to talk about sex. I'm not afraid to have sex. I'm a grown-ass woman. And when I have kids, if I decide to have kids, I'm not going to make it a taboo subject in my household either. I'm not going to make my kids feel like they can't come to me and talk to me about it or ask me questions about it. I'm going to bring it up to them at some point in their life. I want them to understand that this is a thing that they're going to want to do one day in their life and that they need to know how to protect themselves. They need to know how to deal with certain people in certain situations that could arise from having sex. So I say that to say that y'all are so afraid of your, your kids hearing the word sex or hearing the word pussy or hearing the word penis or dick. Like, why? These are our terms. I'm not saying let them say it, but if they hear it once or twice, I understand that. And I do realize that kids will go back and repeat things. So I'm not saying to not let your kid, to, to purposely let your kids hear this word or to purposely put this type of stuff on for your kids. I'm not saying do that at all. But what I'm saying is if it accidentally happens, if they accidentally hear the word or if you, you know, you was listening to something which you probably shouldn't do around your kids anyway and the word came up, like don't get scared. Like, talk to them about it if they have a question about it. Most kids ain't paying attention to the lyrics anyway. Like, think about when we were kids. Think about the music we listened to when we were kids. And y'all know I come prepared with the facts. So I already got my list of songs prepared because there was a lot of music we were listening to and singing loud as hell as kids. 
real loud. Like we knew what we was talking about. And granted, our parents didn't necessarily filter these songs from us because the time was different. It was a different time. I will say that. You know, we had the radio and, you know, cassette tapes, but we didn't have like MP3s and iPods and all that stuff we could hook up to the car. So whatever came on the radio, that's what we was listening to. And that could have played a big role in why we were able to listen to some of these songs. But at the same time, some of these songs was geared towards kids and we still sung them didn't know what they meant but we knew we liked the song so why can't it be the same for these kids now they have a a, a, if you want to call it clean version on the radio at this point they might as well just take the song off the radio because you like they're literally bleeping out every other word the song makes no sense with the lyrics they added in it's just it's it's one of those songs that i agree shouldn't even be on the radio now i will say that i agree that the song don't even need to be on the radio it just need to be available for you to stream from your personal devices. And that way you can better filter it because now you can control what your kids listen to and look up on their phones from your phone. But anyway, so I just want to give y'all a few examples of the songs that we used to sing as kids that um, definitely weren't appropriate. So I don't know if y'all remember Christina Aguilera, but she had a song called Genie in a Bottle. And at the time when she made this song, I say she was probably about 19 or 20. So she was an adult, very young, but still an adult. However, her target audience around that time was between the ages of, I'll say, probably about 9 and 17. And she was making a song about somebody rubbing and touching on her and making her feel good. And we were singing the song, learning the routine from the video, I'm talking about singing the song loud and proud. And I know I wasn't the only one. I know I wasn't the only one. That was a very popular song when it came out. Nobody complained about it. Nobody's parents said, hey, why y'all letting her play this song? Why y'all got this song playing on the radio? And that song would play constantly on the radio. I'm talking about unlimited spins. So I just want y'all to keep this in mind while y'all are criticizing these black women over here that's making their music for grown adults. They're not targeting kids. Granted, we know kids are going to want to listen to them. They're going to look up to them. But they're not targeting kids like she was targeting kids. And then you have um, Britney Spears. Britney Spears made a song in 2003. This song was released, and it's called Touch of My Hand. Whole song was about sex. Whole song was about sex. Now, you tell me in 2003, circa... I don't know, something 2003, any month of 2003. You tell me what was the target audience of Britney Spears' music at that time? What was the age group? What was the demographic for her music at that time? It was the same as Christina Aguilera's, probably even younger because Britney Spears was a huge, huge star in that time. So you got kids six, seven up to 17, 18, listening to this music, singing the lyrics, learning the dances from the video. And again, nobody had anything to say. Nobody was mad about it. Nobody was calling MTV and complaining about this song being played. It was spinning on the radio. She probably still getting paid from it. It's probably kids right now today going through their parents' old records, listening to this song. And their parents probably ain't got nothing to say about it. So at the end of the day, do y'all really care? about what your kids are listening to or is it more about the aesthetic because I feel like if 
Cardi B would have made this song by herself, she would have got a little pass. She would have been able to slide on through without anybody saying anything. But when you add Meg into it, people love to hate Meg. And I just don't get that at all. I don't know why people want to hate this girl so bad after everything she already done been through. The fact that she's a black woman, a beautiful black woman, talented black woman, educated black woman, and people still want to hate her. People still want to hate her so bad, and I don't understand that whatsoever. But I feel like the fact that she was in the song made it even more of a problem. And I feel like if this would have been a white woman like Britney Spears or if Ariana Grande would have made this song, I feel like it wouldn't have been a single issue. In fact, y'all probably would let y'all kids listen to that song. With no, if that would have been Ariana Grande, y'all would have zero problems letting y'all kids listen to this song. And I'm pretty sure if I do my research, I can find several Ariana Grande songs that are not kid appropriate. And I'm pretty sure y'all don't mind y'all kids listening to her album front to back, top to bottom, inside out, knowing the lyrics, looking them up online, watching the music videos, going to her concerts. It's only wrong when black women do it. It's not wrong when black men do it. It's not wrong when white men do it. It's not wrong when white women do it. It's only wrong when black women do it. And that's the biggest issue here. Do y'all hate yourselves that much? Do you hate your skin that much? A lot of y'all came from black women. Do you hate your mom that much? Do you hate your sisters that much? Because I don't understand why a black woman can't do the same thing as everybody else and get the same praise for it as everybody else. We always got to be humble. We always got to tone it down. We always got to try to be cordial and polite and pretty and soft. We ain't all like that. We're not all like that. And it doesn't mean that we're not all capable of being like that. I can be soft as cotton. But when I need to be, I can be hard as bricks. So don't try to, try to dim somebody else's light to satisfy you or make you comfortable in your home. Like, that makes no sense to me. If it's something going on and you don't want your kids exposed to it, control your kids. Control your kids. I wasn't scared of my parents, but I was scared of the consequences that would result from me not listening to my parents. So with that being said, I knew limits. I knew boundaries. I knew right from wrong. Granted, I still tested the waters, but I ain't test them that often, and I didn't go that deep when I did because I knew my parents didn't play. Granted, they still gave us freedom. They still allowed us to express ourselves. They still allowed us to be who we were, you know, meant to grow up and be. But they definitely set boundaries. They, they set expectations for us, and they let us know, like, hey, I need you to be on point. I need you to not be out here fucking up. I need you to learn what this means, how this is going to affect you, like I said in the beginning. And I think that's the most important thing. So before you fix your mouth to come up here and try to criticize me for the stuff I just said, sweep your own front porch, please. Sweep your own front porch. Because at the end of the day, you can argue with me, you can call me uneducated, call me unintelligent, call me ignorant, tell me I don't care about you. You can say whatever you want to say, but you don't really know me. The only thing you can do is take what I said and try to absorb it. Soak it up. Let it resonate with you. Because that's always my goal here. Just even if you don't agree with what I said, I hope that what I said resonates with you. Because I'm just so sick and tired of having to constantly try to defend black women. This is 
y'all know how I feel about this. Y'all know how I feel about this. It's always black women against everybody else. And that shit is never going to sit well with me. I'm going to defend black women all day long. All day long. Right or wrong, I'm going to defend them. I'm going to treat them like they my sister. Even if they wrong, I'm going to defend them in public. I correct them in private. Because at the end of the day, who else looking out for us except for us? At this point, I feel like the rest of the world just finding any little reason to be mad at black women, to talk down on black women, to make us feel like we're inferior to everybody else. And that's just simply not the case. I know I'm not inferior to everybody else. So with that being said, y'all get it together. Just get it together. Treat black women as equals to everybody else. Because if you want to be really real, we carrying this earth. We carrying it, boo. And yes, I said this earth. We're carrying it. Black women are. So, yeah, because I'm getting upset. <laughs> so I hope y'all have a wonderful day. And I, again, I hope everything I said resonates with y'all. Be sure to stream my podcast on Apple, Spotify, Captivate. And right now we're pinning Amazon Music. So we should be up there soon. Also, you can find me on Google Play Music, which I believe has switched over to YouTube. I'm not really too sure on how all that worked. But either way, the podcast is still available. It's a very black podcast. If you know, you know. And I'm going to talk to y'all next time. Bye.